0: morning from the team here at 137 pm this is 731 am let's get the day going what's going on 137 pm family thank you for getting your week started with the 731 am podcast my name is Bo Templin. i'm very happy to be hosting today today is monday august 15th 2022 let's have a fantastic week we will start today's show by saying happy 50th birthday to the one the only Mr. Ben Affleck now Ben incredible story right been part of Hollywood history for such a long time Affleck is uh well known for his friendship with Matt Damon and there's a lot of fun movie trivia when it comes to Ben Affleck and a lot of it you know Ben Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Childhood Friends. Their movie Goodwill Hunting is loosely inspired by Affleck's dad, who was a janitor also at Harvard. But another little fun fact happened in 2014. And I don't know how true or bullshit this is, but I thought it would be fun to share this little story either way. But Ben Affleck has been known to enjoy gambling, right? He is, from time to time, as his character would say in Goodwill Hunting, from time to time perhaps enjoys a little bit of gambling and it is rumored that ben affleck is banned from the hard rock hotel and casino for allegedly counting cards so i I don't know again how legit this is or not it could be totally made up it could be legit affleck could be legit and has been counting cards at casinos his whole life and just got caught once The other possibility is that he was trying to count cards and got caught like an idiot. Counting cards are a lot harder now than they were maybe 20 years ago because they've increased the number of decks, which decreases pretty much your chances at being able to count the cards. Well, we'll save that for another podcast, but fun little story about Ben Affleck that yes, he is uh, able to count cards. He's pretty slick in the brain. And uh, yeah, if you're playing blackjack with him, you might want to keep an eye on him and, and just kind of. Do as he does. You might find your way into some money. Let's start today's show in sports. Sports. Fernando Tatis Jr. has been suspended 80 games by the MLB for a banned substance. As many of you know, I am a diehard San Diego Padres fan. This is my favorite team probably in all of professional sports. Friday was one of the worst sports days I've had in my entire life. On Friday, I jumped in the pool with some buds and then it happened. Bo, Bo, Tatis got popped. He tested positive, he got popped. I looked down on my phone, disbelief, but sure enough, it happened. There is the report, Fernando Tatis Jr. has tested positive for a banned substance. I take another two steps, and I step in dog shit. Like, no, 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 that's, that's not a joke. Like, I get the Tatis news, I take two steps, and I step in dog shit. Within the same seven seconds, it was the worst seven seconds imaginable. Tatis will be suspended 80 games for a banned substance called Closter Bowl. Now, this sucks. Not just for the Padre players who have played without Tatis for this season because while he was recovering from his motorcycle accidents. They've held it down. It, it doesn't just suck for the new young fans whose imagination he has captured, but for everyone. And especially for the San Diego Padre fans of generations who have waited. Years and years and years for a World Series to come to this town. It sucks. When Tatis got hurt earlier this season, he was showed a lot of support. We understand, you know, things happen. He'll be better in the future. He's a young kid. This time, the Padres, players, and staff are not holding back. Mike Clevenger said, it's the second time we've been disappointed with him. And you hope that he learns that it's more than just about him right now. Manny Machado, friend of Tatis, partner, big brother, quote, he hasn't been part of our team all year. We've gotten this far without him. AJ Preller, the GM. It's more of a pattern and something we got to dig a little bit more into. In wrestling, this is called turning heel. This is when the good guy becomes the bad guy. This is Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader. You were the chosen one. Now, for some reason, there are certain athletes who get a pass. David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez are still loved. A-Rod a little less so, but still. Canelo Alvarez, Tyson Fury have both tested positive. Still the biggest sellers in boxing today but right now this feels like this will be part of his legacy maybe he can use this to propel him forward right i'm a man who has made mistakes in the past listen to me you know but this is not how anyone wanted this to go for the last three years he has been the most adored figure in all of baseball and now i'm very unsure whether or not fernando tatis jr will retire as a beloved hero or as a despised villain All right, Charlie, you're up. Handing off the baton to you.
1: Thank you for the intro, Bo. As soon as I heard that news um, at the beginning of last weekend, I just was, I knew that Bo was going to be pretty sad and that we were going to have to talk about it on the pod. So I know that that has been a tough piece of news for the fans. Um... Hopefully they'll persevere. Uh, Staying in sports, have another little piece. Um, We got some highlights from the NBA schedule. Um, So the full NBA schedule is not actually going to come out until sometime this week, but a couple of key games were leaked to some of the main reporters who break news for the NBA. Um, So according to the NBA insider, Mark Stein, there is a first draft of the NBA schedule, which I guess it does mean that it could change. But right now, um, the games that we got is we got opening day and we got some Christmas Sunday matchups, which are two of the biggest days in the NBA. Um, So on Christmas Sunday, Uh, And it's also on a Sunday this year, which means they're going to be competing with the NFL. Um, But we'll have the Mavs face off against the Lakers, which is fun. Luka v. LeBron. Um, And then the Warriors versus the Grizzlies, which is super fun because it's a rematch of last season's Western Conference semifinal, which was one of the most uh, vocal and chippy of the games, I would say. A lot of people talking on Twitter. Draymond Green and Ja were talking on Twitter. Um, and when this news came out, they were talking on Twitter again about how they were like excited to have this matchup. I think that it is going to be a wild game. Um, that'll probably be pretty fun. It's a pretty fun matchup last year. Um, and then Shams Trania, who breaks so much NBA news, um, provided some news about opening night, which opening night is going to be October 18th, which is so far from now, still, I'm realizing. But we'll get there. Um, the Warriors are going to host the Lakers at the Chase Center. Um, And it'll start with a pregame ceremony with a ring ceremony for the Warriors. I feel like the reason why they're doing this is because LeBron versus Steph is one of the biggest rivalries we've seen in the past 10 years in the NBA, just because they met up in the finals so many years in a row. Um, The Lakers are obviously not very good right now, uh, but anything can happen this year. AD is going to be back. Hopefully they get out some of the kinks, some trade stuff might still happen, um, but so it's not really like two titans facing off against each other the way that some people can anticipate. The Warriors are definitely favored for this as the returning champions, um, but it'll definitely be super fun, super fun primetime TV watching LeBron, and LeBron and Steph have such like a fun relationship to watch and are both so, so, so incredible. There'll be good matchups. I'm sure it'll be a fun game, good way to start the season. Hopping over into the world of style. Fashion. Uh-huh. I just did an interview this week with this jeweler that I just thought was so fun. He said some absolutely ridiculous things that were so fun. I really, really liked him. Um, And he makes this really cool, interesting jewelry. Um, And he just had some great quotes that I wanted to share with you all. Um, So his name is Ian DeLuca. Um, The main goal of his work is that he's trying to bring some of the, like, pop culture-type references that permeated so much of... Uh, the sort of like pop art influenced jewelry of the early 2000s that like Pharrell and Jacob the jeweler, that kind of stuff from the 2000s. He wants to try and bring like this very fine jewelry artisanship and combine it with that, like the references, but now in 2022. Um, So DeLuca had uh, grown up, his mom was a jeweler and he grew up like at the workbench working with her, um, but he never wanted to do it because it was what his mom did, so he always was like, I don't want to do this. But then, eventually, a few years ago, he was, like, seeing what was going on in jewelry and realized, like, he could do this. He had all this this big skill set that he had developed working with his mom, and he had some fun ideas, um, so he got into the game. The first thing that he did that was super viral was these sets of diamond-encrusted AirPods And this was in the era where I feel like AirPods were such a meme. People were making so much AirPod content. Um, And he made these crazy diamond-encrusted AirPods. I believe he made 25 sets of them. Um, They're crazy. Also, all of this is in an article on the site if you want to see the pictures. Um, So go to 137pm.com. But the AirPods caught the eye of Dior's Kim Jones um and he wanted some pears for a shoot he was styling for Harper's Bazaar so he reached out to Ian Deluca to get some of the pears for that and then through that Deluca met Jay Balvin and he told me this really funny story about when he met Jay Balvin that one of the first things Jay Balvin said was he was like let's do can you make me uh, uh some SpongeBob grills so that's the next big project he did these grills with SpongeBob characters on them um which are wild Um, and then since then he's done a lot of grills. He talked to me about it. Like he loves doing grills and thinks it's a really interesting, uh, platform, but he also wants to expand his breadth of work to do stuff that is not grills as well. But he has done some really interesting ones. He did these crazy kids see ghosts one where it's the kids see ghosts, that album cover on a set of grills. Um, and then he's, he has a lot of like high profile clients who he's done crazy grills for. He also does some personal projects. There's these crazy spiked ones that he has on his Instagram right now that have like punk spikes on them that are super cool um then i just have a couple of little quotes from him so he said i've always felt like the culture deserved a little more respect and consideration so that's what we're giving it that's the lane when he was describing what his work was going to be is this idea this kind of like grills and other sort of this jewelry he wants to bring like an even higher form of artisanship to it um quote to take this cultural moment that's happening and give it the technique of fine jewelry that's the thing that i'm excited about is establishing a new visual language for high jewelry Um, Then I'll just end with uh, the final few paragraphs of the article, because this part was just such a funny part of our conversation, and I I wrote it up at the end, Um, so the article closes with, in rapid succession, Ian fires off a couple of other ridiculous things he hopes to accomplish, ranging from the sincere to the outlandish. A Jesus piece with Queen Elizabeth's face on it for Sir Paul McCartney, quote, a piece for Dennis Rodman, because I need to make a piece for Kim Jong-un, and some other stuff that's actually in the works. DeLuca leaves me with one of the sillier goals I've heard in a while, grinning as he utters it. At the end of the day, I would love my work to be on kings and dictators. Just right when he said that to me in the interview, I was like, all right, that's the closer for the article. Just such a silly thing to say. Just kind of what you think a jeweler would believe in, like, the 17th century. It's, such, it's super funny. Um, if you want to hear or read the full interview, uh, go to 137pm.com, and you can see some of the pictures of the jewelry. And then finally, we'll close with a little box office roundup. Entertainment. <laughs> Quiet weekend. We're kind of in an era where we're going to hit a bunch of quiet weekends coming up. Um, Brad Pitt's lead bullet train finished in the top spot with only 13 million, which when you compare to some of these numbers from when Marvel movies come out or Top Gun, things like that, it's a paltry number. Uh, But I've heard that movie is really good. I'm going to try and see it in the the next few weeks. Um, just over $66 million in earnings this whole weekend. This was the lowest since February 11th to 13th, when the leader was Death on the Nile, which I don't even re- recall, and that made $13 million in its debut. Just to give you an idea of how this is a weak weekend. And yeah, there aren't a lot of major releases releasing over the next month, so it's likely to be a pretty cool time for the box office. The next big title set to drop is Don't Worry Darling, the Olivia Wilde-directed film starring Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. Um, And then another sign that's going to be kind of a rough go for a while is Top Gun Maverick and its 12th weekend of release came in second behind Bullet Train. That's so crazy. It's been in the top five pretty much every week we've done this, I think. Um, But the fact that it is second with only 7 million, it's crazy for that movie this many weekends in, but you'd love to see a movie making a little bit more. Um, Rounding things out were the DC League of Super Pets, which I think they were probably expecting to do bigger numbers, if you ask me, just with the cast. Um, Nope. And Thor Love and Thunder took slots three through five kind of a dead time for movies but hopefully we'll get some some i mean there's a lot of good movies out right now but just like uh financially wise but hopefully we'll get some good stuff coming out in the next few next few weeks and months and that is it for today's episode for more detail on these stories and more head over to 137pm.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms be sure to hop in the discords you can chat with us and the community we'll be back tomorrow as always remember stay curious